You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. It's Fourth Down in the Steel City. I'm Adam Crowley. Colin Dunlap has the day off, which means for the second week in a row, you got producer Greg Finley. Who's hanging out here? Finley, what's up? Getting called up to the big leagues two weeks in a row, man. I'm excited to talk some Steelers football. Did you say that same thing last week to Colin, that you were called up to the big leagues? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> Is your promotion to the MLB or to MLB? I hate when people do that, actually. The MLB. No, it's just MLB. Is your promotion to MLB going to be like Garrett Jones that one year where he hit like 20 home runs in seven games? Or is it going to be more like Neil Walker the first time where the guy couldn't hit the broadside of a barn? <laughs> uh, let's go with the first one. I like the, I like the Garrett Jones one better. <laughs> there we go. Garrett Jones. Garrett Jones has a very hot wife. We move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers v. Baltimore Ravens. Finley, I think this is... Now that Kenny Pickett has found his footing, the biggest challenge he's had yet in the second part of his first season. And what I mean by that is everything pre-buy, okay, you get Buffalo on the road, you get Philadelphia on the road, my God, baptism by fire. That's part one. Part two is this post-bye week version of Kenny Pickett. I think it's the toughest test because – He's played better the last four weeks, but I think he's played better the last four weeks because they've simply run the ball significantly better the last four weeks. I don't know that they're going to be able to run the ball against the Baltimore Ravens, thus putting things squarely on the rookie's shoulders. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the Ravens are second in the league against the run, averaging 82 and a half yards per game against the run. It's going to make it difficult because, like you said, the Steelers have run the football so effectively the last couple of games that, you know, Kenny Pickett throwing the ball was secondary. But now if you can't run the ball effectively, he's going to have to throw the ball more. And if he doesn't throw the ball to George Pickens enough, Pickens is going to throw a fit and he's going to want the ball. And unfortunately, that can lead to mistakes like I I was 
advocating for them to throw the ball to Pickett last week just because I could see he was open on a couple of those deep routes. But, you know, Baltimore's going to be playing too deep. They're going to be playing double coverage on Pickens as much as possible. And Pickett has played so clean the last three games. If they can't run the ball effectively, he's going to have to throw the ball, what, 25, 30 times? That can lead to mistakes. That can lead to problems. He's thrown 128 passes now without an interception, Kenny Pickett has, which is the second longest streak in the NFL right now. The Steelers have run the ball for more yards in the last five games than at any other point besides one in Mike Tomlin's tenure. So they're really running the ball well. I think they need to stick with the run even if it's not working. And I'm not sure it will work against Baltimore. Like you said, they're second in the league. They're also, if you go back the last month, first in DVOA against the run. Any way you slice it, they're just stuffing you. And a lot of teams just, frankly, quitting on running the football against Baltimore because they've been that good. And I think a little bit of it is their safeties aren't great either, so you know you can throw the ball maybe a little bit easier on them. But I think given the struggles that I expect from the Ravens' offense, I don't think they're going to run away and hide in this game. And I think that means you can play a little game of chicken here. You can run the ball, even if you're not running it well, to protect Kenny Pickett, and I think the game will still be a one-score game in the fourth quarter. I don't think you necessarily need to throw Kenny Pickett to the Wolves. Well, no Lamar Jackson for Baltimore is a huge right. win for the Steelers. I mean, even though for some reason the Steelers continue to play their backups when they play the Ravens, and the backup quarterback seems to shine, if it's Robert Griffin the third or if it's Ryan Mallett, this time they're going up against Huntley, who couldn't do anything until the final drive against Denver, where the Broncos just couldn't score a touchdown all day. We got to talk about we got to talk about your guy Ryan Mallett. You just brought up that to me is the worst Steelers loss of my entire life, and the reason I say that is because the Steelers very nearly blew a playoff opportunity. They got bailed out the last week of the season. That was the penultimate week. But not only do you lose to Ryan Mallett, Finley, you lose to Ryan Mallett. Wearing the stupid gold pants. Those are the worst freaking uniforms in football. Baltimore, they do the all blacks really well. The purple and black, it kind of looks super intimidating on the road. And they got all the fans. Oh my gosh. Oh, Baltimore. Those gold pants are so stupid. Oh, the beak's gold. Let's make the whole pants gold. No, dumb. And Ryan Mallett, Ryan Mallett's a thumb. That guy throws the ball 75 yards down the field on a rope because he's got a massive arm. That guy sucked. That one blew. That was a bad loss. The worst loss. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Their leading wide receiver was Kamar Aiken, who no one's ever heard of. And Kyle Yushek was their number two receiver in the game. <laughs> Kamar Aiken. 274 yards. How do you let that happen? In a must win game. <laughs> When Baltimore was having its worst season in damn near a decade, they were five and ten. <laughs> I mean, that was that's as bad a Steelers loss as there's been that I can remember, and there's been many. Now, 
you know, excluding playoff losses, things of that nature. Like as far as regular season losses go, that's a bad one. Yeah. That was, I mean, frankly, that was as bad as last year's Jacksonville loss by the Indianapolis Colts. Cause that kept Indianapolis out of the playoffs. Jacksonville sucked out loud. The Steelers, they backdoored their way into the playoffs that year. Like, you beat Ryan Mallett, you are definitely in. You lose to Ryan Mallett, and then you needed Ryan Fitzpatrick to screw up for the New York Jets against the Buffalo Bills in order to get in. And, of course, he did because he's also, I mean, he is who he is. So that, to me, was one of the worst losses. Let's let's get into this Raven-Steelers rivalry a little bit here deeper. I have a question for you that Colin asked this morning that I think is a really good one. But before we get into that, these Steelers-Ravens games, you hear it from Harbaugh, you hear it from Tomlin. It's going to be a one-score game. It's going to be a rock fight. It's going to be a battle. And every single player that was interviewed on both sides said the same crap this week. It's going to be a rock fight. It's going to be close. It's going to be a battle. I think these coaches, without knowing that they do it, they make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, both teams are going to run the ball, and I think both teams are going to be fairly conservative. And I think because of that, they make it a rock fight. They make it a one-score game. They talk about it so much that they actually speak it into existence. What say you? Yeah, I mean – it's funny, like the Ravens can light up a scoreboard and put up 35 points one week, but when they play the Steelers, they want it to be a rock fight and they want it to be a defensive battle from both sides of the football. It's it's ridiculous. Like it gets to the point where, you know, the, why can't one team just run away with it when they're capable of doing it? But both teams just run the ball against each other the way that they're going to. You're going to have Najee Harris get – what, 15 to 20 carries in this game? And if the Steelers can't run the ball effectively, they're going to have to throw the ball. Did you know that you dropped me there? I did. That's why I just kept talking. (laughs) So you were filibustering, and you knew you were filibustering. That's funny. I didn't know that you knew you were filibustering, or you just really were passionate in giving the answer that you gave. My My internet kicked out. It kicked me back on. That is a hell of a job by you. Abolish the filibuster. I say no. I say you take care of business, Greg Finley. Now, unfortunately, I can't respond to it because I have no idea what you said. So we do move on to the question that Colin asked me today. John Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, better head coach. Better head coach, I'm going Mike Tomlin. Tell me why. Because Tell me why. Because he continues to not lose his football teams. Like, I heard Kenny Pickett talk about it last week after the Falcons game. Ron Cook asked him, what is it about this coach that just – they refuse to lose a football team. You guys started off two and six, and here you are now at five and seven. He said, you know, that's Coach T. We come in every week. He expects us to work. We're going to do that, and that's exactly what they've been doing for him since he's been here, I think that he's just, you know, he continues to put up winning season after winning season. As much as people don't want to hear that, oh, what has he done lately for me in the playoffs? In the regular season, the guy's a winner. And I didn't know you were a Tomlin apologist. Are you a, are you a card-carrying member of the Mike Tomlin fan club? 
I just like Mike Tomlin, and I don't see why people rag on him so much when you see other coaches in this league. Did you see what Josh McDaniels did yesterday? That guy's a head coach. But people want Mike Tomlin run out of town. Get out of here. He's way better than that. Yeah, I think Mike Tomlin is a good coach, and I think Mike Tomlin's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. In fact, I know Mike Tomlin's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. But I also think John Harbaugh is a good coach, and I would take him. And here's why. John Harbaugh has done the one thing that I have always wanted Mike Tomlin to be able to do, and now it doesn't matter anymore. But he went into New England, and he beat Tom Brady, and he did so with Joe effing Flacco at quarterback. That's good enough for me. Now, I'd like to see him because I know Lamar Jackson's good enough. I'd like to see him win a Super Bowl like to from John Harbaugh's perspective I'd like to see him win another Super Bowl f- with with Lamar Jackson at quarterback because I think he's that kind of player he's won an MVP you've got a good enough defense it's probably not going to happen this year because Lamar got hurt and that's bad luck two years in a row but with Joe Flacco he won a Super Bowl he beat Tom Brady in the playoffs he never had that Hall of Fame quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger that Mike Tomlin's had his entire career so I will, I will say the tie to me goes to John Harbaugh. He's had a better playoff record than Mike Tomlin. But I think it's all just a matter of preference. I think both guys are great. Mike Tomlin's got a better winning percentage than does John Harbaugh. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. John Harbaugh has. So I don't think you're wrong necessarily whichever way you go with this, which maybe means it's not a great radio question. Son of a bitch. Coming up next. Steelers, Ravens, predictions. What song would Greg Finley sing in karaoke if he could sing a song in karaoke? And I make him do it. That's next, Worth Down in the Steel City. <laughs> 